I think a lot about retiring. And I think a lot of people do now. Um, in, like in you're going to do it soon? Um, yeah, well, I just, I would like to retire. Yeah, I have no plans to actually retire, but it's one of those things where, oh, it's crossed my mind, you know. Yeah. Every few days or so, I'll think about, okay, what what kind of uh, what kind of future will there be for me where I can retire early? You know, you have that that feeling. You ever get that that thought? Uh, I that do. Yeah, I doing do. something. I have this you crippling love? dread of like being a grown up, or like, yeah, like, am I doing enough to set myself up for retirement? Um, right. And if I do retire, what would I do? That type of thing. Yeah. 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 And I think, and I, and I would love to retire early, but it seems like. 63, 65 is probably a more realistic uh, age that I have to consider for, you know, getting out and actually retiring. And if, even standard, if, like, let's, right? yeah, I, that is standard. And, and even if I was to, to find something where I could retire, I don't think I would even stop being productive. I don't think anybody can, really. That I'd, I'd find something to do where I'm actually, you know, producing like this, I'm producing media like this, or actually working in my community. It's just I don't have that added stress of I need to make my paycheck every month, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know what I was at all this research. I have all these spreadsheets and stuff, and these ideas and concepts that I've been following for the last five six years. Um, and there's one. There's a financial spreadsheet that I have actually, and I've I've figured out how much I need to have in my account <laughs> when I retire. <laughs> for me to be able to live comfortably. Can you guess what that amount uh-huh. is? Ah, uh, gosh. Uh, I I can't I can't fathom. We we don't really share our finances with each other. I love that you're being open with me. Please share that right. number. Um it's actually just 1 mil. <laughs> this is this Jimmy is Epod. Jimmy Epod. <laughs> Oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I, and uh, to be honest, I don't think anyone can retire on one million dollars. Uh, I think if we were if to, you if we had to... one million dollars in the bank and you owned your home free and clear, I think you could make it work. I, you'd be, I, you you'd wouldn't be, be able to do much. Yeah, you might be able to do a, a you know an extra trip, but you'd still have to live uh, within you know within uh, uh, the means of like uh, I guess middle class. <laughs> <laughs> right individuals right <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do anything like buy a maserati or uh buy a third or fourth home no you would you would yeah, just have correct, to live yeah. a, a normal life of going to costco every couple of weeks and getting some stuff and <laughs> yeah i mean you just have to continue living life and you just wouldn't be going to work anymore <laughs> right right so anyway that's I mean, um, it still sounds pretty good <laughs> yeah, I know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't deny it if someone offered me one mil. You know, when Lindsay and I, our yeah. tradition, when we go out for sushi, uh, you know, two doors down from the sushi place uh, is a Seven Eleven, and we will go and get a little like a dessert, something like a Kit Kat or oh, Snickers so bar cute. or something to share, and we will also get scratchers. Ooh. And one, you know, the last time we went, uh, we ended up winning $10. So we went back and bought more what? tickets that, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to say you went back to get more sushi. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but we didn't, we haven't ever, we haven't clearly, we haven't ever, ever won the uh, Jack. 10 was your big win. Yeah. Yes. 10 was the big win. Um, so one mil, we, uh, 
we landed on because uh, Twitter user Danger Gavin, uh, I believe his name is Joshua, but he's been following us pretty much since the beginning. And uh, he kind of caught on to our pattern that we were sort of reserving certain episodes for certain things. Um, and he actually suggested we do one mil as episode 11. And do you remember why? So was it 11 days that there's something Correct. like a million seconds? A million seconds is just about, it's either just about 11 days or a little over 11 days. But it's that was how we landed on 11, yeah. So, uh, yeah, because of him, we're doing um, uh, one mil this episode, which is the first song off of a uh, still new record, uh, Surviving. Yeah, this is the first right? one. This is our first surviving yeah. song, right? Yeah. This is our first surviving song. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So if you put in 11 into Google, uh, blessed Google, right? It says 950,400. <laughs> no, wait, it's 1 million. Yes, yeah, 1 million, not 11 million. <laughs> Getting mixed up here. Yeah, just shy of 1 million. There we go, for 11 days. There you go. Okay, so that is why. Thank you, Danger Gavin. Thanks, Joshua. For uh, Thanks, for man. letting us know that one, I uh, do you remember what we had originally set up here, or do you not want to mention that one? I can't remember. Uh, I could go into the yeah, I can go into the history of this document if you give me ten minutes. Uh, do you want to oh. wax about anything about this song? Um, uh, it, it, we don't have to go that, that far. Long, but no, I'm not going to go that far. Uh, I'll go. Let's see. August twentieth. What did I have as episode eleven? Uh, I. Didn't I had not I had a gap between ten and one two oh, oh. <laughs> and our next song? <laughs> yeah, oh boy, um, the teaser. <laughs> so yeah, there was a gap that I didn't have anything. Uh, and and so uh, when we first I, so I have a question. This is thought, a, a brand new song. This this song is uh, was released October eighteen, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So October eighteen. So that's almost that's uh, September, October, November. Yeah, almost two months that this song has been up. And if I go on to song meanings, it exists there. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. And, but there's no comments on it, and it doesn't have a date of when this well, was submitted. Is there some kind of automatic... Interesting. You know, it, do you I think assume I, it probably calls it, they probably set up some sort of, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like a scraper? They, is it a, yeah, but um, what do you call it when you have like a... Uh, like a development kit or you get oh, an API. like um, an API. Yeah. They probably have an API for a web crawler that pulls new things. Cause song meanings is pretty much dead. Right. I think like on Sadie Hawkins pod, they're always talking about like song meanings kind of switched over to genius, like in 2013. Right. Like, yeah. And this was, um, it, so it does actually had the lyric submission uh, information, which was mellow harsher. Oh. Oh, so Mellow, Mellow Harsher, Harsher did submit this, and if I click their username, Harsh My Mellow. Does... What is Harsh My Mellow? You're so Harsh that's my what Mellow. I wanted to ask you. Know, man, how do you okay. interpret Harshin My Mellow? How do you personally interpret that? As when um, someone says, "Oh harshen... man, you're harsh in my mellow," somebody's uh, 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 pretty chill, maybe stoned, and somebody's coming in and like fucking that up. Like dad is coming in and saying, "Get the fuck off the couch!" and you're smoking weed in here all the time. That dad in that situation is harshing somebody's mellow. Got it. Yeah. Uh, now, um, but I believe now having Sino man is it? I don't know if I. I think I don't know if I've ever heard it in there. In in that, uh, where, where do you remember it from? I, well, I feel like I, I hear Paulie Shore saying it in my head, but 
The more that you say that, the more that I see Paulie Shore saying, harsh in my mellow. <laughs> yeah. But I also I can hear him saying, wheezing the juice. So Correct, I, uh, which is coming up when I type in harsh my mellow Encino man. <laughs> um, wheeze the juice is the third clip. Let me see what this first clip is here. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is Brendan Fraser. Classic film, man. Mr. Morgan. I love this movie. So in in where he could have said harsh my mellow, he said tax my gig. Um oh. which I also kind of get. Like if you're a day player, you're working ten ninety nine, you're not getting taxed. And this dude's taxing his gig. That's not fucking cool. Um, and that was a line <laughs> that Polly Shore delivered. Yeah, of course. Come on. <laughs> I could not. I could not even, as a kid watching a, a film like that. I'm watching it, these films for the uh, the debacles, right? The 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 scenarios the that he antics. gets himself in. The antics, absolutely. <laughs> that is actually yeah. a, like you said. It's a really um, that's a deep line right there. Taxing my gig. It really is. Yeah. I, so I had um, a dream once, and I actually tweeted at the writer of Encino Man. I had a dream of what Encino Man Two could be in uh, at the time 2018, and I wrote an entire outline. And the tagline from the or the 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 it would be Encino Man Two, how Stony got his groove back, and it was gonna <laughs> be how he never really like left Encino, and him and David sort of stopped talking. And Stoney sort of never became anything. And um, it was going to be his art to becoming something. And I still think there's a great story there. I tweeted at the writer of Encino Man, and she did not respond. So she must not have liked that idea. But Right um, into the trash. Hershing my mellow. I, Hershing <laughs> my mellow, I was pretty sure it was an Encino Man thing. And we went down okay. a rabbit hole that did, that produced nothing. I um, Yeah, I, I and I cannot, I cannot hear that term and not think of marshmallows and maybe that's what throws me off is sure. i you know i associate it with I, I thought it was a play on uh marshmallow but it's just harsh and mellow uh, and the fact that they say right when i actually looked it up and they say oh they're harsh in my mellow um but i right. still can't unhear marshmallow it's impossible <laughs> well, i think that's me. that's the uh are we going to get into um uh, uh, word like uh, dissecting words. Uh, <laughs> harsh in my We've mellow already done that. Right? Sounds like marshmallow. We totally have. Um, but what is that called? Like where they sound? It's not a homophone, is it? No, we did homophone. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but where it, it's it's funny because it sounds like what it's saying, but it's saying something completely different. Right. Um. And it's even it's confusing me even more that I'm seeing mellow harsher and then we Whoa. have harsh my mellow. Okay, right? hold on, I'm coming up something. Don't harsh my mellow. I'm gonna play this clip. Kids these days, I should give these to you actually. Yeah, hold hit on. me with it. I don't know what this is, but it says director's cut. Um, don't harsh my mellow. Kids these days, director's cut. I have a feeling this is gonna be a music video, um, that I'm not gonna want to see. Shit. I definitely don't think don't harsh my mellow comes from something else though. This looks like an insanely I, I, widescreen music video. Oh boy, okay, so don't harsh my mellow kids these days. Let's hear it. It's well produced. Yeah, 
This is widescreen. This is real widescreen. Insanely <laughs> widescreen. And insanely well produced. Don't harsh my mellow. Look, this dude's carving it into his... Oh, um, there it is. So this is... Oh, wow. There, There's a fucking... This is cool. I'm kind of way into the aesthetic of this video. Yeah. Austin Veasley? Austin Veasley and Elijah Alvarado directed this, and I think these guys kind of rule. Yeah. Somebody Austin said disliked Beasley. for not having enough views. Yeah, there so you go. 51,000 views since February 2013. I was pretty not impressed. Enough. I hope these dudes went on. So Austin Veasley, uh, let's look at his YouTube now. Um, I mean, he's got 1.25K subscribers, but he hasn't uploaded in three years. It, probably because he's very busy. He did a Chance the Rapper video, so he's doing pretty well. Good for this guy. Oh, you know what? Um, I wonder if he knows had... Brandon. <laughs> so someone on, did you get the, the Twitter, the Alexis Kuehl uh, tweet? Did you see that? No. no. Uh, it says, what movie what is, is the quote, you're harshing my mellow? And this oh, was uh, 2013, uh-huh. so just six years ago. Uh, four different responses. One says, the Emperor's New Groove, too new. Okay. Uh, the yeah, Emperor's uh-huh. New Groove, although worded slightly different, and and then the fourth or third is Encino Man or Son in Law. It's one of those Pauly Shore movies. I've never seen in Son in Law. Man, um, I, I like which is a I like Son in Law better, but yeah, um, I liked that one. Oh. Um. I, um. And I hmm. just want to put in a just movie script. So if I put in "Don't Harsh My Mellow" and in quotes, and then put in uh, "script." I mean, where's it's got to show up somewhere? Michael Scott might have said it on The Office. Let me play this clip while you're pulling that up. Yeah, see, it says, "Don't harsh my mellow, man." So Michael Scott said it on this episode of The Office to Dwight Schrute dressed as a sheriff. Um, oh, drug testing, season two, episode twenty. Mm. So it is That's definitely Encino Man. Your uh, intuition was correct. It was. Did you find the clip? No, I can't seem to find a clip. Now here's here. I, I'm so I'm seeing on Google Image Search. It's Polly Shore. Now here's the thing, and I don't think we talked about it on the show. Have we talked about the movie Class Act? Oh, Class Act. Yeah, that did come up. Yes. Okay. And and how Polly Shore's character exists in that movie. Stony exists in that movie. He might say it as Stony in Class Act. So harsh. My mellow class act, which is just such an amazing film. Maybe we didn't uh, talk about let, class act, but we Pauly did Sh- talk about kid and play. Uh, there's no way that it didn't show up then. <laughs> Polly Shore class act scene. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to watch this. <laughs> um, Polly Shore class act feature clip. Let's see. This is them in the hallway. Okay, here he comes. Cool buddies, Tyson. Rasta butts cruising outside of your map. Lynn, Bladich, dude, talk to me. Ginsu. What? I know you're clueless like my whole gig, right? But my name is Julian Thomas, and I'm the weasel. Ah! 
So he's the and weasel, but he's not stony. I mean, oh wait, he says stony here. Hold and on. Dance tomorrow, and I'm organizing the stoniest drug rally. I mean, anti-drug rally and dance tomorrow night. And my lobes just experienced to the great bondage that you and drugs are not like a killer comp. Bo, and I fully think that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. Against so drugs. I am. Wait a minute. Oh, no, I am. My lobes also experience that you know how to rock the mic, and I'd be fully stoked, bro, if you could do it at the dance tomorrow night. I got five topless dancers from Sloppy Sue's. They're gonna have pumps, minis, and the fake cones are gonna be chilling. The woods are gonna be created down below, right? And they're gonna dance in cages on each side of the stage. That is, if they don't shine. Do you think that's too harsh for like an anti-drug rally, buddies? No. Yes. So I could cradle you in. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. Later, buddies. He didn't say it. No. Yet the picture is from that scene. Ah, uh, oh, man. That's, man. This is disappointing if you know, because we're going down and, and we have the searches. <laughs> I know, right? We have all of the searches and... I mean, I think we're doing the right the right uh, pursuit, but they just don't have the content available online. And I'm not going to sit here and watch the entire. And you didn't uh, find it in a movie script. You you Google. <laughs> no, movie I couldn't script, even find it there. It just seems like, and I'm trying trying different variations: harshing my mellow, harsh my mellow, don't harsh my mellow. I'm just trying to yeah. exhaust this search, but it's definitely in Encino Man. But there is no online version of um, the script Encino Man. Unfortunately, yeah, weird. Even on scripts.com, you can go to Encino Man movie script. And this is the entire script here. And if I was to put in mellow. It's so funny. Somebody is saying there's so many. Don't harsh my mellow man. Encino man. And all I have here is, oh, man, four wheeling over the ferns. Look, Dave, you're going to have to mellow out, bro, on this whole Robin thing. That's the only mellow. So those are Encino Man lines. Yeah. Robin is the love interest and David is the uh, Sean Astin character. Right. That was actually just one scene. It's, um, I, they need to have the entire movie script. I'm looking at the Encino Man script. Yeah. Or you already did. Yeah. There's a lot of, okay. Yeah, I see Mellow a few times in the full movie script. It shows up five times. Just a little more Mellow, not so much. Stony Dave, all right. If it'll make you feel better, I'll be more Mellow with him. Mm-hmm. You promised me Mellow. And this all isn't I have, Mellow. So I yeah, just see all Harsh. Harsh is Harsh comes once. up. I see harsh four four times, but nothing oh, where it says harsh and mellow. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, I see. High school was interesting, right? But it was kind of like a harsh ride. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fruitless. If we find it, I know. You know what? You know what? For homework, for homework, I'll watch Encino Man. Fine, I get go. it. I'll do it. Make sure you watch the extended version so you get all the extra content in case it was something Obviously. that we watched. Well, it's for research for my treatment for the sequel. Right. Now, there are some VHS Tony versions. Got back. <laughs> There's some VHS versions of movies that um, I watch now digitally, and there are scenes or or endings of them that, and this wasn't like one of those, and I, I, can't, I don't have any exact example, but a film where the, the entire ending is different from what I'm watching now, and it wasn't like it was a director's cut or an extended cut. This was just the version that I watched on VHS, but it's completely different mm. now. Um and it, maybe it's like that. Well, maybe Halloween 2 had a bunch of reshoots done when they were going to air it on TV. And now, like, yeah. that's, like, kind of the revered version to find. Because there's yeah. all these great extra scenes that they 
put because they couldn't show some murders or nudity or stuff like that. So I get it. I get it. Okay. okay so sorry. What did Harsh and My Mellow say? About one mil? <laughs> uh, nothing. They just submitted the lyrics. Oh, That's what okay. it said they submitted. There oh, was no tight. comments. There was, was absolutely no hole. comments on there. I know, right? That was, <laughs> that was a deep one to come back out. Um, oh, man. So there was nothing there. And and I, when we talk about the lyrics in a minute, I've, I've got a question for you on a very specific line that they talk about. But So this is track five of ten on um, surviving, right? So this was the first yes. one. Not the first one. I have down here is the label of Exotic Location Recordings. Now, yes. Slash RCA, yeah. Right, right. Maybe that's why I haven't really seen it. But um, I did have a comment in here to check out the Reddit post that, um, man, when I asked that question, people knew right away the... Yeah, man, that was nuts. Yeah, and I don't even remember who I... It was Alan Johnson, And right? mentioned the question. The question was, we we went down the rabbit hole of who is that image of for exotic location recordings. And so yep. you posed the question the question on Reddit and you got an answer. Yep, exotic locations recording logo and immediately I th- and I think it was within so I posted it 18 days ago and then um Paul Roger had said um I believe it's Alan Johannes he produced damage and boom. And then I was able to pr- mm-hmm. produce that side by side. So you can tell exactly which image they used of um Alan Johannes um, for that little stamp, which I thought was sweet. I still think that there is some some sorcerer out there that looks like <laughs> wears, uh, a cloak, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pursue that any longer. So it was on exotic locations recording slash RCA. And I also have down here, so on vinyl, I'm I'm so unfamiliar with vinyl. Vinyl works the same way as I guess, let's say cassette tape, where on Discogs uh-huh. they list an A side and a B side, right? The the whole album can't fit on one side of vinyl. Yes. Okay. Now is there, so I'm assuming that one side of vinyl, and maybe you can, you can kind of school me on this is one side of vinyl, roughly like 20 minutes of, Ooh, I don't know. Um, you know, they talked about this on Sadie Hawkins pod because, uh, uh, Reliant K is doing like a, like a two disc, um, greatest hits album or something. And uh-huh. they were talking about how, like, well, it, it can't only be 12 songs because they wanted the fans to vote for the 12 songs because um, uh, X amount of songs would fit on one record. So they would have to have more songs. So anyway, uh, go visit Sadie Hawkins pod where they talk about the <laughs> Reliant K best of album. Um, and they they talk about how many how many minutes can fit on a vinyl. Yeah. And it looks like just a quick search. uh from standardvinyl.com says when cut a 33 rpm record holds about 22 minutes per side um, oh there you go yeah so it's about yeah it's about 22 minutes um if they're cut at 45 then it's 15 minutes per side so this is the last nice. track on the first half of the record um and i think that's a good one to leave off on it's it, you know because it, it brings you up it, it the whole overall sound of this um it's a 145 uh, chord progression, which if if you're familiar with I this, I love that I'm you sure know what that are. means, right? So this would be if we were playing this, um, and I'm going to use the, I'm going to use the Weezer reference here uh, of Undone, and that is just G C D. Which if you've ever seen any of those skits that people do, there's one guy and I can't remember um, exact what his name is. He's one of the the acoustic guitarist comedians, and he does like every song in the world. 
Right, um, yeah, yeah. With yeah, the same tons of those videos online. Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. There was one that had done it originally. And it's that it's that same progression. And and I think I don't I don't have the key in front of me of how um how they wrote this. I it might be like F it's something in F or F sharp that they wrote this in. Uh but it's uh-huh. the same thing. It's the same exact chord progression, uh, which is very poppy. It's very pop, it's very um yep. uplifting, it's all major chords. Um, so this is a, this is one of those songs that, you know, it's three chords essentially. And the lyrics seem, um, the very first one, what do you think of when you hear camera girl porn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it? Okay. I mean, wouldn't that be it? It could absolutely be my thought. Camera I mean, girl, you still there. Don't they have like those Twitch streams where like you can, um, like, uh, donate money. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, not that then, I, like, I mean, maybe not she that walked that away checked, from the camera, and Jim is like, uh, you, "Are you still there?" Like, I I have more anyway. of a when I read it, what my thought was, and I, you absolutely, it could be, it could certainly be um, a, a pornography. My first thought was very more like a much more juvenile sort of uh, description of camera girl, and just somebody that he hangs out with that is, let's just say, she's the. She's the one that always has the the camera, or she's the the popular one that uh, maybe is is the one that is gets her photo taken often. Either way, it's going to be somebody uh, that I feel is. Well, like, now you got me thinking of. Remember when Cher in Clueless um, goes and takes pictures of Ty to hook her up with Josh? Yeah. Yes. So is yeah is Cher the camera girl in that? Um, and they end up in falling in love. Well, no, no, no. Um, He's he ends up being no Josh is he, a creep. Josh is canceled. Um, oh, <laughs> but uh, uh, only in the movie because remember he tries to come on to share after yes. the Val party, yes. and then he leaves her there at Circus Liquor in Sun Valley, which is not in Sun Valley. <laughs> it's actually near the studio where they recorded Chase This Light <laughs> over on oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, not far from there. <laughs> I think it was so Chase could- This Light. Uh, it could absolutely anyway, sorry, be that kind of of camera girl, right? It it could be somebody. Yeah. I thought of it more literal, where it is somebody that either gets their photo taken, is photogenic, um, okay, or, or is the one that of takes course. pictures themselves. Once again, now the lyrics make a lot more sense when you put it in that scenario. I literally have never thought of a camera girl that way before, but the rest of the verse falls into place when you say that. <laughs> Yeah, because now be, <laughs> he's just nervous to talk to the popular girl. Exactly, and and that's the the yeah. overall. I don't know if there's much depth to this one. Uh, my analysis of it is, it's like a shy guy who's sick of wasting opportunity when it presents itself, um, and much like the other song, and I don't want to give the other song that we had just recorded um, earlier tonight, but. I think the 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 beginning of this, the first verse leads us in and kind of gives us an overview of what's going on, right? So he's never he's, yep. he he feels like he's never prepared enough um, to make a pass or to actually ask her a question, um, and he it, and it's gotten to a point where is this could this actually be real? <clears throat> and then it yes. just goes on to say, I try, I can't, I can, oh, wait, I wait, try, wait, but wait. I can wait. waste one million chances. Um, I actually thought it was, I try, but I can't waste one million chances. Me too. Yeah. And now I don't have a physical copy of this album yet. I'm sorry to say. No. Now, um, now that's another question I wanted to ask. Is there an official for this? Would this be in the liner notes for, let's say, um, 
would they be in an album? Because they're clearly, I mean, going online, I couldn't find anything that was official from Jimmy Eat World that said these are the lyrics for these songs. Yeah, I don't think it's on their website. I'll look real quick. Um, <laughs> um, and Jimmy and, and the reason why I'm asking is there's one there's one uh, lyric down there in my favorite verse that I am I'm I am dead set on it being one uh, lyric and these two both. Genius and song meanings, um, and I'm assuming lyric lyric find or whatever it is will also have the same. What I feel is incorrect, but just sure. to go back now, just to go back to where we were, the it's just let's say I I try, but I can waste one million chances. So it, it, he's just it, this is it. This has got to be his opportunity to ask her if she's interested, right? Yep. Okay, so here here we go. Uh, this is got this is as close to official as we get. On Jimmy Eat World's YouTube video for this, it's not a lyric video, but below in the description, they do say, I could waste one million chances, which um, is, I think, what I heard. That's it. You're right. Not can't. It's could. That's, that's what I'm hearing in my mind yes. right now. And and yeah, so uh, genius, uh, not a genius. I wonder, can we submit a correction? Um, is that, uh, a, you can, is that a thing? Uh, maybe you can annotate on the side of it. Do you have yeah. that ability? Do you have to have a special kind of account for that? I'm sure you do. I'll set us up an account. We, <laughs> I'm sure we'll uh, yeah sign up to start annotating. All right, let's do this. Yeah, I uh, also I'll do that this, while you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is one of the most on, on this record surviving to me. This is one of the most fun <laughs> Jew songs on on that record. It's uh, um this in Criminal Energy or what. Well, there's a lot of fun, like uplifting, powerful songs. Stuff, stuff that there's even a couple songs I added to my Jimmy Eat Rocks um, Spotify playlist uh, mm. because they just they just they hit hard. They're bangers. Um, this one though seems so fun, and I and I I like how the lyrics. I mean, my lyric interpretation actually <laughs> still kind of keeps it lighthearted, and it's one of those where it's it's. Uh, I mean, aside from where it's positioned on an L, on a, on a record, it's uh, it's in the middle of the album. It's nice. It's lighthearted, and um, I don't have this in front of me. I should have the uh, the entire. If I go to surviving, what's the track that comes after this? It oh, is, I, I never so thought all the to way stay, this, which was oh okay yeah uh huh oh yeah, that's so a great all, st- start to side B yeah of the exactly yeah, and, and oh, wasn't yeah. that the was that one of the singles or teaser tracks that was released off of this uh all the way all stay. the way stay yeah that was like yeah the so lead it's a very familiar track album, yeah. it's it's you know that's that's one that uh that's another um hard hitter on this album but so you know it ends it ends with one mil which is a nice easy to me it's kind of that poppy it's a cute song but there is one part and i i love how jim writes writes lyrics and 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 syncopates them i don't even know if that's the right word it or and syncs them to synchronizes would be better them to the music or the notes that they play as a band if that's gonna be Rick on the bass doing something or more likely it's gonna be playing with Zach on the drums and there is yeah. one part okay and this is in verse two and this is this goes back to my I've got a, a section in here I have a question about, so you might want to cue this this section up in this uh, YouTube video. So it says, he's, uh, he says, can't explain why it sticks, why I seem to get stuck in unsustainable amounts of time reliving this. And then it pauses for a second and it goes into the second half of that verse and it said, and I l- absolutely love 
these two lines. I wish I had mastery of wit, luck, fearless confidence. So not not only, he's not just doing, it's not like he's just saying wit, luck, and confidence. He fits it into where it, it goes with the actual rhythm of that line. It goes, I wish I had mastery of wit, luck, fearless confidence. And it, yes. that entire line just gives me chills when I, when I read that one. Uh, and the next line, what do you hear there? Because I oh, know what the lyrics uh, say. Sure. I'm going to not read the lyric real quick. I'm right. going to go into the... Uh, or do you have it queued up at all? Because uh, I could keep playing stuff on my end, but I'm not plugged yeah. in. Let me, let me go to... Let me bring one mil up. And in fact, let me play this. I, I know exactly where it is. So it's going to be at one minute and it's just going to jump into that entire line. Okay, here we go. Yes. And tread majestically to your heart is what That's I hear. That's exactly what I hear too. That's but mm. it, all of the lyrics that I saw that I grabbed were and shred majestically. Um, now, what <laughs> like does on the, the guitar? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna well, see yeah, what YouTube says. Yeah, and then now that we have that, go ahead and go over to that. And I got one other thing that I wanted to mention about that break. Yeah, then shred majestically to your heart. So it, that is correct. So it's not tread. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, tread makes sense to me. Yeah, me too. And it actually goes with what I was going to say next, which is there is something that Zach does. Um, and I was trying to think of how to word this earlier. And there's a lot of things without everybody doing something at once, right? So, you know, there's sometimes when Rick uh, brings something in or, or or Tom will play something, a lick on the guitar. Uh, but they don't all do it at once, right? And And they subtly bring stuff in. Otherwise, it would be... I don't know. It would be too much, you know, it would be too much of a song. But there's one thing that Zach does in this. And it's right when he says, I wish I had mastery of wit, luck, fearless confidence. And if you notice this, I don't know if you were listening to what he does, but he takes what is a one, two, one, two. And then he brings it in to where it almost makes, it's not like a march on the snare, but it's a march on the hi-hat that goes. And what he does with that, coupled with what Jim is saying in these lyrics, it makes me think like he is just walking down the street in his mind, mm-hmm. elbows up in the air, you know, whistling. And it's just, let me play it real quick back because it's it's kind of subtle, but it's uh, it's a cool little addition that Zach does. Let's do it. Let me say it from the beginning because you can kind of hear it come in. I'm still not convinced that he says uh, shred. <laughs> it totally <laughs> yeah. sounds like Jim is singing tread, which just yeah, makes me man. think like he's walking right into her heart, not shredding into her heart, yeah. but like he's tearing I through mean, her aorta. I guess aorta. if you're going to say shred and then you go into that little roll and then the guitar like kicks into the chorus, that makes sense like from a structural standpoint, but right. it, from a lyrical standpoint, it just doesn't yeah. hold water to me. Right. And the tread just goes back to the marching. 
of that what that yeah. march beat that that Zach implements for just that that one um, bar of the of that verse. But that that yeah. middle section of that is like the the pinnacle of the song to me. And I I, I every time I listen to that in the car, yeah. it's just that that gets me going. And and I've never been a uh, lyric guy. So and the record's still fairly new to me, so I'm still like taking songs as they come. Um I uh continuously voted this out of the survivor the reddit survivor for a while because yeah. <laughs> i was like i don't love this song i specifically hate the guitar solo and the bridge um uh and mostly because it sounds like paint by numbers like safe jimmy world um i think uh i was listening to a chorus fm podcast when integrity blues came out and jason tate had said that about a couple of the songs there overall an amazing record but there were songs, if you had to choose your least favorite, it would be those seemingly paint-by-numbers Jimmy Eat World songs where it's like, yes, of course, that's what Jimmy Eat World would write and sound like uh, on this song. Um, however, digging into the lyrics like you are in that specific moment, which I had not done, does elevate the song for me. So that's good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you got me thinking about the Surviving Survivor 2019 Um as of this moment, if do you mind if I talk about this real quick? Please do. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I never can tell if you can. Can you see the results as they're rolling in? So I'm just going to read off what I'm what I'm looking at. So Pebble Swift posted this a day ago. The the final yeah. round. So this is going to be it. I imagine we're going to. Let me look at. I don't know if I can. I doubt you can see the results. Yeah, I've never been able to see the results. No. Um, yeah. So, they don't show up. But you can glean it, from the comments. Right. You're right. The man, everyone loves delivery. I love man. delivery. It's yeah, delivery it's, it's a it's a really solid Jimmy World song versus five five five, which is a very new territory Jimmy World song and still an yeah. amazing song. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah, I don't know who's gonna win. There's a lot of five five fives coming up in the bottom, but the top comment I've, that was upvoted was delivery and recommit are two of the best songs. Yeah. I, I voted for five 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 to be eliminated so that delivery would win, um, but really, I mean, it, it's a toss up. I don't care either way. I think the, I yeah. think I said in the final four, I was like, at this point, I don't care what what song wins. They're all great. Yeah, delivery. I think grew Criminal on. Energy feels like amazing. Jimmy Eat World, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, that one. Um, and where is Criminal Energy on this album? That one is uh, two. The third track two two. Or, oh, track three? Yeah, maybe. Track, no, I don't know. oh man, I'm looking at this is terrible. They have two different things. They have a Jimmy World surviving, which is the yeah. entire. It's all out of whack. Maybe I was wrong yeah. then on the In song. Caddy so it's, oh, yeah, yeah. So it is number. It is track two. Yeah. So it's surviving uh, and then energy, criminal yeah. energy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then delivery. Uh, yeah. And, and then yeah. Five, five, five. Man, that whole album's so good. Yes. So you just um, said you told me that you are a huge fan of the guitar solo in this. <laughs> yeah, tell right? me about that guitar solo. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that uh, Tom and or Jim played a single note and then they just bent it all digitally in the computer. So that's a, that's what I was going to ask you about. You had mentioned that to me. I can't remember if that was over a, a message or if you had in person that you had. Yeah, that's uh, my. <laughs> that they used some kind of technique to bend the note down or. Yeah, just to say they could do it. Like, oh, let's do something interesting here. I don't know. (laughs) I think you're right in the fact that they did it for the fact of doing it. Um, I don't. I. 
I would like to hear somebody cover it and then do their own take on a completely different. Uh, I found today. So I recently, and I invited you to it, but you're not big on social media, which is good for you. I commend you for that. I'm trying to be more like that. Um, but then, of course, we start this podcast, and then I got to be I, part I, of yeah, it right? that way. Um, but um, I joined Jimmy Eat World fans Facebook page, and there's a bunch of wholesome people on there that are really good. Um, and well, good, somebody cause... today posted a cover of One Mill, and I just commented. I haven't said that we're from the show, that we even have a show. I, as far as I can tell, they don't know that the show exists. Um, but I just commented perfect timing because <laughs> he posted yes. it today um so we was have, it at one cover okay well we'll have to talk about that because there is one that i came across today um oh, 12 hours ago then it's gotta be the same one it's got yeah, delirious nomad yes sir yeah so we'll listen yeah. to how he does it but yeah kenny okay. lockhart from the jimmy world fans facebook group he posted there today and uh um and my comment on on his uh post on uh Facebook was perfect timing. <laughs> and um, uh, because it's our only cover, yes, we'll save it for when we get there. <laughs> right. Let me see if I can find this. So I want to sh- I want to try and play something for you if I can do this. This is on Daily Motion. I don't Please think do, there yeah. is a Let me pause this before I find it. I, I want to see if I can scrub through. There is a Weezer has done so Beverly Hills, right? The the guitar solo for that is a very <laughs> finally like, you're bringing wah, them up. Wah, 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 wah. You know, it's it's oh yeah, it's, and that's a vocoder or what is it called? A it's a talk what is that box that called? Uses. Talk, talk box. box. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But um, so they did an AOL sessions that has it's you know they play it live and and you know a lot of bands have done AOL sessions. They're really well produced. Um, but Weezer did one, and uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. He plays. He just he just does a different type of solo. And see, let me see if I can just find this. Oh, that was a bad time. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I want to see. I, I wish I could have scrubbed through this. Oh, here we go. All right, here we go. All right, Rivers. You know, it's just way better than the, the, the recorded track. So and I wish that they would do something. Somebody, I could hear somebody recover or cover um, one mil with a, a guitar solo like that. Right? Right. Sure. So uh, that's what I I'm hoping I think that would be for. cool to hear, yeah, talk box yeah. Um, version of that. Yeah. And that doesn't even have to be a talk box. It could just be anything that's not this solo. It just seems like a cop-out kind of a thing where... Um, and I can't even think of how it goes now because I just so like, thrown it out of my mind. All I can think of is that little walk down. They go, nee 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 nee. That yeah, is the part yeah, of the solo I feel so is so unnecessary. That part is oh, so unnecessary. So digital and so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so then they have that. Even and the bends in it. Meow meow meow. Sounds like a cat dying. Yes. Yeah. I never. <laughs> I never liked the bends um, in that. And it then just uh, somebody some songs. Um, go ahead. Somebody on Reddit had said something about um, uh, if you could put, and let me see if I could say, because uh, I do want to get back to Weezer. Uh, it's a very important part of this song. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think I pulled. I don't think I pulled it for the community thing. But somebody had said if you could put an album, a song 
each of the songs on Surviving on another Jimmy World album, which album would they be on? This sounds like an invented song to me. Oh, I think I found it. <laughs> Is it Cocaine and Nudity um, too? Uh, no. Unadulterated Awesome one month ago posted Surviving Songs on other albums. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, that was on Reddit. And let's see if anybody else agreed with it. I think some people did. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the original poster said that one mill belonged on Invented. Um, and that he was the only person that mentioned it. But yeah, I think one mill definitely belongs on Invented. Uh, if it were going to be anywhere. What was the thing that you had found? So I found, let me see if there's any. I wanted to look and see if there's solo came up in here at all. <laughs> okay, so it is actually the, the the mention of the solo is in the top comment. So walking oh, on God. a wire uh, submitted one one month ago one mil song release discussion thread. Very cool, right? Um, and oh, the top right. uh-huh. comment yeah. is cocaine and nudity two said one of the early standouts for me sounds like a two thousands Weezer Green Day song. The key change solo caught me Green off guard Day. first time, but it's grown on me. So still hasn't grown on me. Cocaine and nudity yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, get the Green yeah, Day vibes. Yeah, Weezer and Green Day, which I get. There's, um, <clears throat> I think they're just thinking of maybe that's that's one of those other bands that has that type type of sound in the 2000s. Definitely Weezer, though. I mean, they they use right um, even in El Scorcho, they use the same chord progression. I think that one's an A A D E, but it's the same sure. type of thing, right? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of comments. Without, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, without going too far away from the Weezer talk, I did want to go over some of my favorite YouTube comments on the official video or, uh, you know, video upload to YouTube of One Mill, which is uh, Sagittariot Jefferson says the best Weezer song of the past decade. <laughs> um, DJ Jones says Jim Does Rivers, A-OK by me. Reed Garwin says Weezer sweater song. Um, Smile as default says only at 2400 views. How long before this song gets as many views as one mil? Um, that's just a funny comment. Um, but uh, and then uh, somebody else made the same damn joke. But anyway, um, so many comments about. Oh, and then somebody else, uh, Reg Crusher, one month ago says the intro to one mil reminds me so much of Weezer's Butterfly, which was. Um, I mean, Sweater Song, I know okay. I don't think I hear Sweater Song in it. Butterfly, I don't know as well. I know it, but um, does it, do do either do you hear either of those? What is the Weezer connection we're all making? Um, it's and it's it's honestly the most, and in, in, in my opinion, going back on on their discography in my mind, the most um, notable. Uh, coincidence of sound is going to be uh undone the sweater song of the exact sort of arpeggiated playing mm. of those three chords i can get i can get um people saying that it does sound kind of like butterfly even though um, and i think it's just because that's sort of a it's it's different chords i think that one starts out with c let me see butterfly by weezer um or crazy town what do you want to listen to right <laughs> and somebody else says uh yeah. what oh uh ross z12490 says exactly the song it reminded me of too and the way jim sings in the verse so this gotcha. is supposedly butterfly 
So butterfly is going to be this. That must be the the way that he actually delivers that um, camera girl. You still there? Um, okay, let's hear. It. He does say yesterday I went outside, and that's kind of like it. So oh. Here we go. Yesterday I went outside with my mama's mason jar. So it's kind of like it. It's not. Sure. Um, I get it. I, I, I was thinking they were talking about the actual the notes behind. That's definitely. Um, yeah. that's you should do a cover where you play the music of Butterfly, but sing the lyrics to One Mill and see um, how far you get. I think that you have actually stumbled upon something that may actually be, uh, may exist. <laughs> oh, in, what? In a couple, yeah, yeah. The uh, It might be on some computer in this room, but uh, I think you have stumbled oh. upon something. If there was, if I could play that noise that, uh, you know, when you open up the, the wall with the bomb in uh, Zelda, I would play it. Um, <laughs> I, I had the same, I mean, it's a, that's a... <laughs> You've definitely, um, uh, you know, that's a great uh, thought, and I and I was thinking that a, a week or two ago. With um, it, I think it deserves to be done. Somebody needs to post something like that. Somebody, 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 somebody. Right. Um, so a lot, a lot of people um, commending uh, Cocaine and Nudity 2's comments, saying yes, definitely reminds me of my name is Jonas. Actually, uh, the first part um, of the song is so rivers. So yeah, it's definitely got some yeah. some Weezer vibes. Um, yeah. And then did you read this, that Jim recorded it in his garage into his iPhone? Yes. Which is not the first time that he did that, that this album has at least two instances of iPhone recordings on it. In um, fact, do you know I the other one? asked, oh man, um, no, I don't. Um, Davey Havoc, all of his background vocals, Davey Havoc of AFI sings on Congratulations. And all of his vocals were recorded into an iPhone mic on the recommendation of Jim Adkins. Uh, Davey, I think, was looking for a studio and he was like, let me, uh, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, no problem. I'll do this AFI type vocals on on your song. I'd love to do that. Um, I just need to get in a studio. And Jim was like, fuck, dude, just play it on your laptop and sing it into your, into your phone and send it to me. Um, and so that's what's on the album is Davey Havoc singing into his phone and being mixed into the record. Yeah, we did. We did talk about that. I think when uh, when we were discussing um, surviving, and uh, it's oh, amazing okay. the fact that the quality is is good enough to where once it's mixed in, you just can't tell. I mean, as right. long as it's not clipping, right? Um, yeah. I actually commented on that. Stormlight ninety eight's um, <clears throat> the song is awesome. I believe I remember reading that the acoustic guitar riff was recorded off of Jim's iPhone in his garage. But I asked, is there a copy of this? Wouldn't that be sweet if there was an original copy of him? That he had a shared demo? with somebody, like, "Hey, check this out, man! This is what we're going to be sending to the, uh, you know, to be mixed in, mastered." Yeah. Well, I mean, in theory, that is what is on there. Exactly um, right, but you can't. It's kind of so, tough because I, I found. I guess, you're right. I guess it, but it's it's all mixed in, so it's it's different. Right. I'm sure that they took some of the uh, they they added some noise gate to it, but I wonder what it sounds right. like. So I think I found what he's talking about, or what that poster is talking about. Guitar.com has the quote from Jim. So it says, the following song is Jimmy Eat World with one mil. It, oh, the following song is Vintage Jimmy Eat World with one mil exploding from an acoustic riff into a huge chorus to rival the classic Futures single, Work. The song's opening guitar line was recorded straight to Adkins' phone in his garage and then transferred into Pro Tools. We had to fuck it up because it sounded too good, he says. I wanted it to sound shitty. The microphone on those things is most of the cost of the device. So that's um, you know, Jim's I was gonna quote say, about. It sounds like 
they so when they say um, they purposely fucked it up, the when you when I hit play on one mil, the way that it crackles in and it sounds almost like a record starting, right? There's yeah, I, I, I imagine it was him setting the phone down after hitting record. That's what I thought, but, but yeah. it sounds too it sounds too close to when he starts playing. Like maybe you're right. right. Maybe oh, let's yeah. listen real quick. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is. Maybe he's just setting it there down. There are definitely then, guitar over to overdubs unless he's playing a 12 string because right. <laughs> that, yeah. That guitar yeah. is so clean and so many octaves in there. Still, the fact that he played this uh purportedly on his uh on his iPhone. And was that quote directly from him or was it uh who yes. produced? Okay. Uh, uh that was Jim uh uh, it, it was guitar.com like doing a track by track breakdown of the album okay. with quotes from Jim in there. It, it actually guy plus guitar on this same, the very bottom of this thread, a uh, pretty sweet song. Definitely one of my faves from the album, but does the acoustic guitar sound to anyone else? Like it could be a 12 string. Mm. Maybe that's why let's listen to that again. Maybe that's what it is, right? Oops. Let's see it. Let me see if I can bring this back up. There you go. It's a 12 string. And you know what? Susie had an appointment recently. We go to Kaiser um, in LA. And uh, there was a dude, like a busker, walking around with a 12 string just yesterday. And I don't usually hear a 12 string guitar. And this is the first time I've listened to one mil since then. And I was like, oh, it's kind of sounds like a 12 string. And uh, yeah, if it hadn't been for that busker yesterday, um, it's yeah. I wouldn't even have made the connection. Yeah, it's definitely like a stereo sound. Those things are a pain in the ass to tune, too. I'll bet. Yeah. Working at World Music, I remember I just I would spend an hour getting them, not an hour, but a good amount of time getting it right cuz you know, you've got so much more tension on the strings every one that you tighten up. Yeah. Yeah. And then doing like comment a setup guy- like intonating it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to comment on Guy Plus guitars. Um, I think I think he's absolutely right, and you're absolutely right that there's there's more to than just a regular um, six string six string steel uh, acoustic guitar. So let me see. There's uh, a lot of people say it's their favorite song on the record in that thread. So it gets a this lot. This is probably of love. my second least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still it, good. It's, That's the thing is. Uh, uh, unremarkable Jimmy is still remarkable song writing. You know what I mean? Like, right. And did you, so did you give me the, did you send me the article from um, SF weekly about Jimmy world is still hungry? Mm, I don't have a SF weekly article. So what are they saying? Okay. So this was on, this was from June. So this was before they had released the record. They talked to Jim um, about, uh, you know, what, what the likelihood of a new album is, is going to be. And he says, oh yeah, it seems like fall. Everything's sort of coming into place. We've been doing this for so long that this feels very natural to us. And it's actually starting to, to, to um, be more of a, something that just comes out when they put together these albums. It's not something they have to really work for. Um, but there was one part that there, yeah, here it is. So there's one um, paragraph in here that I liked. And it says, Mostly, however, Jimmy World is a band whose biggest ambition appears to be simply continuing to do what they know best. On that front, um, Adkin con- Adkins confirms a 10th studio album for the, for the group may arrive early as this fall. Um, 
And then Jim says, it's kind of strange, Atkins explains, but the longer we do this, the easier it is to keep going. Um, there might have been another lineup toward the beginning of this that I liked even better. Um, Take your time. Here it is. Here it is. That's because the sincerity has always been one of Jimmy Eat World's most potent powers. Their approach to songcraft as accessible yet genuine, infectious yet eloquent, eventually set them apart from their peers. And, you know, that we've been saying that so much is that they they have such a... They seem like if, if they're coming out of the late 90s, mid 90s, 2000s, whatever it is, it just seems like they've kept their composure and and haven't pulled a Weezer, which I know I said that Weezer wasn't gimmicky, but it, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's a very thin line right there. Um, but they've just been they've, they've done such a good job with every freaking album they put together. I know they, they have these different yeah. concepts, but they're just solid songwriters. Yes. Absolutely. I'd love to know, like, the stuff that they ghost write on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, because I, I, I'm what pretty sure produce. I've read that Jim has gone in and done, like, songwriting with artists. And I don't know what songs those are. Do you? You think, like, pop artists? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, too. Um, like, I guess Taylor Swift makes sense, but she also writes most of her music, if not all of it. So, like, what would she need him for? However,. I could see her being very excited to work with him. So, you know, like, but I feel like that would be huge news. Right. Yeah. Um, unless it's just one of those things. I mean, they're they're pretty good at keeping things um, sort of secretive. I, I right. imagine they're, this is those guys that if they ask you not to say something, you respect them. <laughs> you don't say something. Yeah. You don't make a comment if, if Jimmy World asks you to keep it quiet. Hey, shut up. Look at the muscle on you. <laughs> yeah, right. These guys, they seem like just such, um, uh, yeah, not not the opposite of muscle, but you would respect the the crap out of them just because they they've they've made such a space for themselves in the rock in the rock um, arena. Yeah, I was gonna say another line that was drawn was maximumvolumemusic.com reviewed the record, and they compared one mil to Everclear. So one mill has me reaching for the nearest Everclear record. It's a tale of falling in love with someone you see in the street. Um, would have le- uh, would have had me. Uh, wait, it's tale of falling in love with someone you see in the street. Would have had me, and at least one of my mates convinced it was about us if we'd heard it in 1995. Um, so maybe they're not saying it sounds like Everclear, but they mentioned Everclear. Um, oh, okay. Instead of Weezer yeah, for once. <laughs> I am not, I am not uh, into, Ever- I mean, I like Everclear, but I, I don't know much of their, um, their, their songs or uh, their discography. I sure, was trying yeah, to think of what, what popular Everclear song does it sound like, but I can't really, you know, I'm not the one to Father ask. Father of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's probably goes back to the, the, song I know. the chords, right? Is just, they're so, they're such common chords. And when you arpeggiate them, it's like you, you can probably hit the nail on it on the head for like half a dozen rock songs mm-hmm. in the last decade and a half. Yeah. How does this so, song end? Can you play the last like yeah. 10 seconds? It I think it fades out, but here we go. Here's the last 10 10 seconds. Yeah, it just kind of Oh, go back off. a little further then. Okay. So we haven't gotten there yet, but I'm just going to say it. That has a little bit of a rookie of the year moment to it. And the only reason I bring it up 
is because NME says there's plenty of positive change across surviving. It's clear that their strengths still lie as a fists in the air rock band, which is that moment I was talking about at the end of Rookie of the Year and in the Brian Boitano song in the South Park movie later in an oh, and episode also that's Judd, yet to you air. You can't forget about Judd Nelson and Breakfast Club at the very end too. Yes, exactly. There's the fist we're talking about. We didn't yes, even draw that con- connection yeah. in and four that, episodes from now. Yeah, that one. And <laughs> um, that one was more. Uh, that one was more uh, iconic to me. Was was uh, was his? But yeah. I could totally get yours. Yours is more of the one that you had described was a definite um, winning of a championship or some kind of game yeah. or something. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. His was. It's out like of, the equivalent you know, of the '90s game commercial. I win. And the kid like throws his fists in the air like like that. Yes. Yeah. That did. This song definitely evokes that uh, that the fist pump. Yeah. And it's I do like how pumper. it builds at the end. I forgot about that. I didn't make any notes, but I like how like yeah. it really builds right there at the end, and then it just like what a great way to end side A of the record, man. Right. They yeah. They definitely. You know, These guys uh, are like Zach, professionals. Zach has a heavy hand in this song, and I like what he does. All the way up, yeah. you know, the, the the little march in the in the middle, and then at the end when he does that, uh, just I don't know what that would be called if that's some kind of vamp with the with his drums, but it's a great ending. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, we have man. just the uh, one. We have just the one cover, right? We do. Which is um, Delirious Nomad. Yeah. Now hold on. Sorry. Real quick. Go ahead. I did want to pull up um, a couple uh, quotes from Jim about the song. Um, uh, I said, well, there probably aren't going to be, uh, uh, I said, well, they probably aren't going to like me anyway so often that it became part of my identity. Confident people seem to have something that was just foreign. I don't think any dating from my past happened because it was me who made it happen. So that's a quote from Jim, uh, about this song when he talked with DIY mag, he just did a talk through of the record. Mm-hmm. And then he and Tom did a song by song breakdown on YouTube. Um, and let me scrub through and see if I can find when they talk about uh, one mil. Because uh, I know they only talked about it for like a second. Um, that's five, five, five. So yeah, shit. Let me find it. Okay, here we go. Go to six minutes on this video and we can hear Jim and maybe Tom, but probably just Jim talk about one mil. All right, Jim. Of acceptance. One mil is a fun, is a fun uh, kind of rah rah sing along song about being a loser. Is that all he said about it? <laughs> yeah. They may, he may expand. Let's yeah. See. I mean, yeah. What <laughs> what else is there? All the way stay. I want to hear what the guy. Did you hear what the, the other? Let me see if I can hear what the, 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 the guy so off screen is here. saying. It's hard to hear him. Things. Yeah. And it's easy to open the transcript. It's easy to get lost in a sense of self-pity. But you're never going to break free from that self-pity until you come to a place of acceptance. One mill is a fun is a fun kind of rah-rah sing-along song about being a loser. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I can't hear what, the, yeah. what they're saying off, off of the screen. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying. But four, eight, four, I don't know J- if it would pod. add to it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of like what I said, right? Uh, oh, is that right. all he said about it? <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because that's I wrote down exactly that quote, and I was like, oh, there's got to be more to it. I wrote, fun song about being a loser. 
Jim. <laughs> and then I put the link. Um, but I guess that's all he says. Um, so yeah, before we had um, covers, I did find a bunch of songs called One Mill that now at this point, I'm not that interested in. Now, all I want to do is hear Delirious Nomads cover and uh, right. specifically that bridge. Hear his take on the bridge. The- <laughs> I do believe he's doing a play along. Yes. But you can is- hear him. Uh, yeah. And he's playing, um, I like the look of this guitar. It's got the look of a uh, Les Paul, but it looks like it's actually... Active pickups. Yeah, he's got that in there. It's uh, it's an LTD. I'm thinking that this is probably one of those, I think ESP makes that. But it's it's one, it's like a knockoff of um, a Les Paul. So it's, yeah, it's got the active pickups, the two humbuckers in there. Um, It's a pretty sweet guitar. He's got a cat on the bed. Oh man, I uh, love cats butterfly on the bed. pillow and harkening uh, back to that weird? Weezer song. We can't um, we can't tell how loud this actually is, but when he jumps into into the actual part where it's it's no more uh, the picking and he actually plays it, I can't tell. I don't think the cat moves at all. It's just chilling on the no, bed. No, the cat's chilling. I wonder if oh, he's yeah. doing di or if he's just going into his headphones or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there's no flinch. I don't think there was a flinch. I, I didn't catch one. Do you want me to play? Uh, just play the the whole. Let's thing play the or... intro a little bit and then okay. uh, jump over I'll to jump the bridge to if it. we can find it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like in the back. So what's he doing? Got, a D G. Yeah, let me look back at this. Um, let me mute this for a second and see what he's doing. So these, yeah, this is definitely in in drop. It looks like drop D because he's just slamming. It's his Jimmy fingers. World is drop D, yes, baby. It's got to be drop D, <laughs> right? Yeah. So he's just playing. Um, did you say a D? Do you think he's playing an open? So yeah, it looks like it's be, a yeah. D G A. Yep. There you go. Uh, no, I would say. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, DGA. It's so hard to see when you're looking at someone playing guitar when you're not yeah. on top of it. He did do it like insanely high frame rate. So it's like 60 frames per second, <laughs> if not 120. Yes. Like it looks like I'm in the room with him. I know. It feels weird. I want to get my. Uh, I just my commented from on. the pod account uh, did you? shamelessly. Yeah. I put hell yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. I want to see what that looks like over there. And I've got to. Uh, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I got to upvote that 22 seconds ago. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Because then you don't have to make any any comments about, hey, check it out. You're going to yeah, be man. featured. Hey, look, man. Jimmy Pod just said, hell yeah. You know yeah. who's coming around. All right. <laughs> so let me see if I can find the bridge. Now, this is three minutes long. The bridge. You want the bridge or you want the, like, the solo? Like, like I see him noodling starting around. Yeah, like 145. Uh, yep. Yep. All right. I'll play for 140 and see where we get. He didn't bend, man. 
He didn't bend like he should. He didn't. He he actually just um, hit the next fret. Yeah, he just hammered um, on. Um, yeah. did, and and you didn't like it any better. No. So no. it's not his fault. I just really don't like it. <laughs> and somebody has said is, like, oh, the key change in the bridge, but he, he they don't change keys. They just play all the no wrong notes change. digitally, and it sounds terrible. And it's, then they go back to DGA. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not necessarily that they're playing. Yeah, it, there's no key change. What it is is they are just they have decided to play notes that are not in this key, <laughs> the scale. And, yeah, in the scale. Well, it, isn't yes. that the technical? Like, there's this guy that comes up now that like we have the pod account. And it's always like, uh, oh, the top five guitar riffs of all time and the top 10 drum fills of all time. Anyway, I, I watched some other video of his and he was trying to explain to me like the one, three, five and all that jazz. And mm-hmm. it, it, it in my limited understanding of what he was talking about in that video, it sounds like he's, yeah, what I just said. They're playing notes not in that scale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is which which lends more to my uh, reasoning of that's it just seems unnecessary to have that in there. Yeah, but I mean, it would have been a hey, weaker solo if they didn't put it in there. Maybe that's we're talking about it, and maybe they're just getting right. This, it's like, of course, that's a, like, uh, is it ever talked about? Um, I remember one day I was driving around listening to the Green album, and I was like, oh, every song, the bridge is the bridge's solo is just the vocal melody. Yes. Every song on the Green every album. Every single song on that album, yeah. Is, so that gets talked about. Like, Weezer oh, yeah, fans absolutely. know that. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah that, is, that is a definite... Um, well, I think within the first... My cousin and I were listening to it together, but separately, right? So we got it mm-hmm. the day that it released. And... Uh, and we, you know, we were we were both very positive about Weezer. And so we were happy about it. And then you look back, and I go, man, that's kind of a cheap move. They just... <laughs> they did was they just did the melody, but effective. Like every song, that's like a pop masterpiece. Yeah. I think the Green Album is amazing. Yeah, rest in peace, Mikey Welsh. Who's Mikey? The uh, the bassist. He ended up. Um, I think he got in. He, he left the band and then he got into back into drugs or something and ended up. I think he overdosed. Um. So he was the second before Scott. Schreiner I'm gonna throw. Came out in. Whoa! I was gonna say who's yeah. Matt Sharp. Is that is that person? Matt Sharp is the original bassist. He lasted through oh, um, he lasted through Pinkerton, and then when the Green album came out, that had Mikey Welsh on the cover, and then I think he only lasted Whoa. for maybe a portion of the next album, and then um, and that's when Scott Schreiner came around. Interesting. I'm like looking at this cover art. Let me see if I can guess which one is that guy. It's the guy all the way on the left because I don't know who that is. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yes. <laughs> What a it weird is, looking that dude. Is him. So wait, he didn't make it, huh? No, he didn't. And let me see when he would. Shit. Yeah, he died in I'm 2011. Fuck, man, that's a bummer. Bummer. I know. Any How musician, was he seen right? in like by the Weezes, by the Weez crew? What are the Weezer fans called? Um, I don't know if we have a name. Uh, if there is a, an actual name for Weezer fans, I, I think they're just called Weezer fans. There's no like Weezies. Oh, okay. There's no. Right, I mean, that, yeah. if you go back, um, that's why that's why um, Rivers that's where Rivers got the name. I think he had, I want to say it was, I don't know if it was full on. Um, oh, what is it with with your breathing? The issues when you have it. It's like a form of um, asthma. You need the inhaler. It's like a form of asthma. But I think his grandfather mm-hmm. or grandmother he wheezed so much when he was a young kid that they called him Wheezy or Weezer. And then he's like, all right, well, let's just name the band that. When he ended up. Um, getting out of college. Did he ever wheeze the juice? I don't know, but, uh, you know, I know there's one guy that can answer that question for us. 
<laughs> yeah, he uh he came back um yeah, he came back and played with them a couple of times, but yeah, he just he was on that entire album found. Oh yeah, was he was found dead by staff at the Raffaello Hotel in Chicago. A drug overdose was suspected, but toxicology was inconclusive. He was 40 years old. Man, bummer. that's a bummer. So on the red album, he, um the Scott Schreiner is all the way on the right. Yes, he's on the right. With the death defying t-shirt. Uh, yes. Yes, it's and so he's got a good guess, track yeah. on there. There's a good song. I don't know if you ever have you ever heard of King? No, no, it's one. It's a Scott a track song. on Red. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I want to say that it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's on that um, Red album. Hmm. Uh, Weezer, but it, that's a really guess... good Scott song. He's got a deeper voice. Hmm. I must yes. know it because yeah, I know it's on that album. It, it might be a B side. Well, yeah. The okay. Oh, okay. So and then the... on the Blue album, the third dude that kind of looks like Dave Gahan. That's Scott Schreiner. <laughs> Or no, that's uh, no, Matt on the Sharp. blue album, that's going to be Matt Sharp. Okay, that's what I mean. Yeah, he kind of yes. looks like Dave Gahan here. Let me see what he looks like on there. Kind of. I thought Dave Gahan's got like a darker brown hair. Yeah, it, not the hair. I'm talking the face, the eyes, the yeah. eyebrows, the mouth, the nose. That's very Dave. Is the picture really this low res and shitty on the blue album? No, no, no. It's very, oh, it's okay. very sharp. This is okay. If good. you look at, um, I'm going to send you. I mean, I don't know if we have talked about this. Did I talked to you about the the Weezer fan club. Um, My cousin was part of it. He was one of the early, early. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we talked about this recently because so here, I um, just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's what sick. the fan club pictures looked like. So I don't know if he necessarily had his own photo in, in his, but it yeah. definitely had his name and then like a Weezer number. So mm. pretty sweet. I don't know if he still has it, but that's, uh, it was pretty cool for a fan club. I think that was when Carl was managing. I mean, he's still managing practically everything with yeah. the fan club he's got more help but uh so the yeah. uh, the girls didn't uh the what's her name girls didn't make this uh, michael and carly they may have yeah. i don't know if they did helped with any of the fan club they were they helped a lot more with um i think just getting bringing up the notoriety on or bringing oh, okay. more I thought attention they had started to the fan club but maybe not the bands i have to look yeah. back you know maybe give me some more um now that it's we've talked crazy. about like, it i'll I think go look I, back yeah, I think I started texting you when I started because you had meant you had sort of mentioned that story before. So then I looked more into it, and then I looked up "Here You Me," and then I found out why it was called "Here You Me," and then I went down that rabbit hole, and we'll cover it on that song. But yeah, man, what yeah. a story! Yes. Well, all right. Okay, so we listened to "Delirious Nomad." We talked about Weezer a bunch. Um, what else is there? Anything else about One Mill, or can we put this track to bed? No, yeah, let's let's uh let's let's let it rest. Let's let it finish out that uh that first half of the LP. Um yeah. Oh, I did you know, have I, one more thing. The only ahead. thing I found on Jimmy World's Twitter, which I've added to my search thing, is like, oh, let me see what the band has said on Twitter about it. Um, because usually it's Zach on Twitter or whatever. Um the only thing I have is from August twenty fourth, two thousand nine, when they said, Whoa, just notice we have over one mil followers. Thanks for the follow. <laughs> In, parentheses s time to party with girls against boys and then they did a twitter.fm link um r.i.p um <laughs> so yeah now, now do you think do you think it's it, that um jim didn't want to make it that was another thing i wanted to ask you that jim didn't make it very obvious or he didn't want it to be i'm not even sure it's so late i, I can't figure out what I'm, what I'm trying to say here but why he chose one mil instead of one million do you think one million would have been i couldn't too find cheesy it. of a song yeah i couldn't find it 
You know, like in your opinion, do you think he just went with one mil just because that that seems a little bit more hip than saying one million? I always guess that like, you know how bands, you ever get a set list and you're like, well, these are like kind of the names of the song, but not really. Yeah. And like, yeah. maybe it was like one of the early songs they wrote for the record. And then um, it just became one mil when they would just throw around. Oh, let's let's play one mil real quick. And then it was just like, oh, let's just call one mil. I don't know. That sounds plausible. I could say, yeah. I could totally see them practicing, and they say, "What what's up next? Let's do one mil." Yeah. Instead of saying one million, right? Yeah. Like Doctor Evil. One million dollars, and then uh, yeah. I mean, the other thing I have some Tune Bat info, which is also my new favorite thing. Um, I'm not gonna go into Tune Bat, but otherwise, you had mentioned you didn't know, you weren't 100 percent sure which key this was in. We sort of talked about it was the DGA. It's D major. Um, and that is not D, a D major okay. scale in that bridge. <laughs> there you go. That makes sense for the open D. Um, is that the yeah. one with the Camelots? Yep. It's 10 B <laughs> if you need to know. And the okay. BPM is 162. Um, Man, tune bats. Yeah. Um, 68 happiness, 45 danceability, 79 energy. That's it. Oh, I danceability. I don't know. But yeah, the energy for sure. Yeah. It's a fist pumper. So uh, on that note, uh, what is what is your overall thought of one mil? Um, um, I like it a lot more than chatting. I did going into it. Um, <laughs> so I can't wait. to. Still, I'll spin it tomorrow and, and see how I feel. Um, yeah. Still going to skip over yeah. the solo, though? I, I mean, it's too... It, by the time I figure out how to skip anything, um, mm-hmm. the time is gone. Although yeah. uh, you know, Apple Music, uh, if you go into Lyrics View, if you tap a line in the lyric it'll jump to that part of the song so i could just tap the chorus and it'll just yeah that's a good idea Maybe yeah. nah, it. and it's not worth it just go with it man it'll start yeah. to it's gonna be like all the other like other songs on the album that have grown on me i listen to them long enough i start to see why they chose what they did or i just sort of uh yield yeah and say all right fine I, I, <laughs> it's a good song for sure um yeah i i absolutely love this one uh it's one of the funnest songs on the album uh, it's definitely, as Jim said, it's, it's a triumphant song. It's like a fist, it's a fist pumper. It's, um, it'll be fun to sing along with at, uh, when, it, when they play it live. Yep. You know, uh, but so it's a great, it's a great track. I am a, I'm a huge fan of this one and I'm excited. I know, I know that it's further down the road, but I'm excited to review a lot more of the other, uh, tracks on this surviving album. As am I. All right. Well, um, I guess uh, until next time, uh, I really hope that everybody out there um, saving up for their uh, retirement uh, is m- remembers <laughs> most importantly that they should uh, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes.